0: welcome into another edition of Spaceball brought to you by the Skyline Network. I am Chris LaValle, and in this podcast I have the opportunity of throwing nine pitches through the internet's own Austin Space as we break down what's been going on in Major League Baseball over the past 2 weeks. But before we get into the podcast, Mr. Space, how is it going?
1: Oh man, I am I am busy, man. I've been busy, you know. Uh Red Sox just lost first place by half a game. Rays have been crazy. I've just been busy. So many things going on in my life. I'm getting ready for a move. Um, So I'm like a little anxious about that, I guess. Excited and anxious and all those feelings at the same time. So uh, how are you doing, my dude?
0: Not too bad. I can't complain. Things are good. Things are good. Yankees okay. are actually starting to win. So that's, I, that's a plus.
1: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Alarmist. Yeah. Everybody got a comment. They're like yeah. The Yankees are going to be that bad. Like, come on. It's a four man race, dude. It's uh it really is. It's really awesome to watch all four. Yeah, of those the, teams,
0: really it, good. Yeah. The AL East is, is tremendous. Awesome. It's, it's a lot of fun.
1: I love it. I love it. That's good baseball right there, but yeah, I'm, I'm doing okay. Just a little like getting ready for geared up for other things, but, uh, Glad baseball will uh, guide me through the uh,
0: the turbulent waters I'm
1: going to have. Yeah.
0: All right. For those of you who are new to the podcast, the show is breaking up, broken up Excuse me, into three segments. The first is, did I get this right? Which is my opportunity to state my opinion on a particular baseball matter. And Austin will tell me if I'm right on track or where I went wrong. The second segment is the main course of the show where I throw nine pitches to Austin. And finally, our third and final segment is final thoughts, which will be Austin's opportunity to discuss any baseball topics that I may have overlooked. So the first segment, did I get this right? Chicago White Sox brash should fire Tony La Russa. Well, at least that's my opinion anyway. Over the past few weeks, he didn't know the extra innings rule. His players and coaches' concerns have <clears throat> excuse me, have reportedly been ignored. And most recently, he threw his own player under the bus, Yerman Mercedes, after he hit a home run off of a 3-0 count. And then the following day when the Twins threw at him, La Russa supported the Twins for doing it. Austin, did I, do I have this right?
1: Okay, no, but I agree with a lot of what you're saying. Um, I don't think we fire La Russa right now. That, that's crazy. Um, but uh, I actually thought about you because you brought up this La Russa thing about two weeks ago, and then I deflected it and we talked about something else. And I got to say, you were ahead of your game on Tony La Russa, obviously. I, I mean, this was before the, your, your, your main Mercedes uh, situation going on. Uh, what we have here is we have really a dichotomy of a really, I mean, a, a Hall of Fame. He's already in the Hall of Fame, Tony Rosa, you know, of a Hall of Fame old, you know, old school mentality for a coach, who's well regarded as a coach too, We're well regarded up until this point, you know, against this very against the new age of baseball that's coming in here. Now we can go back and forth and blah 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 blah. I don't think we fire him. But I mean, we probably have to look into the offseason of resignation, depending on all this stuff. I mean, if, if Chicago White Sox weren't doing well, then yeah. But I mean, they're primed to be, I mean, they're primed to be the, be- they're the best team in the American league central. They're primed to be one of the, I think they're my, weren't they my pick to get to the uh, uh, world, world series? series right I think. So they're one of the best teams in the American league East. They have it all uh, American league central. They have it all. They have hitting, they have, uh, Great starting rotation. Um, but this really speaks to just the dichotomy of that. So I just wanted to bring
0: you in here because I have a lot to dissect. So, what, what do you make of that situation? No, I mean, like, I get what you're saying. I, yeah, uh, and I understand he's a Hall of Famer and I get that that comes with, with, you know, that cachet. You got that respect yes. and, and I, and I can appreciate that. I just, the initial part that I had brought up a couple of weeks ago. My contention at that point was, you know, like, is this is this experiment gonna even make it throughout the season, or or is someone gonna end up, or is the brass gonna end up stepping in and saying, all right, look, man, like you're you're clearly you're not as engaged as we would like you to be, the the game may have passed you by, we're gonna move on.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Now though, when for me it's it's I think it's egregious when you're sitting back and you're flat out throwing a player under the bus. And then being okay with an opposing team throwing at your own player. Like at that point, as if I was on that team, I'd be sitting there going, all right. So my manager doesn't have my back. Do I really want to play for this guy? I mean, I don't give a shit if he's a hall of famer or not.
1: Well, here's the argument there that he did have his back by saying, Hey, we don't do this here. Obviously the twins were not happy about it. So there, there is something if the twins didn't throw at him, then you're completely, but La Russa is right in the end. It's like, yeah, we don't do this because we got to protect our players so they don't come at us like that. Now, we can go back and forth if this unwritten rule should be going on, but La Russa mm-hmm. knew ahead of time hey, if we do this to this team that's in the, that should be good, by the way, everybody's like, the twins should have been good and they're not. They're the worst team in, one of the worst teams in baseball actually right now. Forget the AL Central. And you're going to like run up the score on them on a three out, like, don't do that. So he's right in the end he was right. So what would you make of that?
0: I feel like that's like Obi-Wan Kenobi being like, you know, I'm, I'm telling you the truth, but in a certain point of view type deal, like I, I get what you are saying. And I right. don't, I don't necessarily, like, I can't tell you that you're wrong. Cause you're not wrong. Right. But I think you're giving Tony LaRusso a lot of credit though.
1: Well, I mean, he, he, know. I mean, he's been around the game more than any of us, both of us combined actually. So, you know, <laughs> he knew what was going to happen he's like these twins are going to hate this thing you know right that said though lala is it smart to come out there and start saying there's going to be consequences there's going to be all this stuff in the media i don't think that was the smartest thing to do probably not you know i think because what i've learned about larusso because I've, I've been listening to a lot of things he's actually a really good well engaged like he was you know talking with uh pujos and stuff like that him and pujos have great relationship. And he's really well-respected in baseball, really well-respected. I don't think he's amazing guy. I mean, he's got like DUIs and stuff, whatever, but he's really well-respected in the game. Now, should he have said that stuff? Probably not. He could have handled it. And, And it's also been a thing where it's like, he does go out and talk to players and he is engaged with the players now, but is he too old for this? It's really looking like it. It really is. You know, if you don't know the rules, you don't know how the new game is. If, if, Trevor Bauer and all these pictures are coming out here saying we don't care then. Okay. Whatever. Like, I I don't really care either way. Maybe we wouldn't have done that back, you know, 20 something years ago or 10 years ago or whatever. That's fine. But we, you know, and it's okay to move on. But in the end, LaRusso was right in protecting his players. You know, he did get, I mean, you're me, Mercedes got thrown at, you know, and granted the twins did it right. By the way, they threw at him, they hit him right in the leg and they did it and they taught that's how it goes but he was right in the end. So maybe I think the discussion with the Rusa is surprisingly, how is he going to handle players coming up? Because now players have more power than they used to, you know, it's not like the manager says this, I'm just going to do it. You know, few managers have that anymore. Now it's more of a, you can see like the new trend of managers coming in the boons that Alex core is where they're more, Hey, I'm your buddy. As opposed to, uh, you listen to me. I'm the manager you know? Right. So it's a very complex thing and you should still listen to the manager. Maybe that's not good either. You know, I think the real thing that LaRusso doesn't like is I told you to take and you didn't do it. Why? You know, but does that need to be said in the media? I'm not really sure. You can go to your main and say, Hey, I know, blah, 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 blah. But I told you to take what happened That, that simple as that really. Okay. Cool. See, But that said and you can debate me, come at me on this. You, we have to, there is an enormous disconnect there because it's a crazy good, young, talented teen against somebody who's almost 75 years old. It's really interesting to watch actually.
0: You know, I mean, but I don't want to, it's not that I don't want to debate it. It's like, I already made my point. Yeah, you've, you've combated my point and that's fine. I mean, I'm not, you know, I don't want to just beat a dead horse here.
1: So. I think though there will revisit this during the off season. I really think that. Because there's just too much going on there. And maybe they do need to do something where they get more. They have to get that thing because if they're not going to have your, if your star players and Tim Anderson and all these people are, are doing that job, that is an issue, but you know what? They're winning. That's the thing. They're winning. So it's really hard to come down on them if they're not, you know, pitching no hitters and winning all over the place. So
0: no, that's a fair point. That is a very fair point. If it, yeah. If, uh, winning cures everything. So that is, uh, you at least
1: agree with me that, that you, you respect the manager when you say, you, you respect the sign that's all, you know?
0: Yeah, no, I, I get that. I, I'm yeah. not saying that, 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 that you should just completely tell your manager to go pound sand and you're going to do whatever the hell you want. Right. I mean, exactly. That's yeah. that's yeah. Yeah. That, that
1: I don't think flies in my opinion at all. But, uh, yeah, we will revisit that. It's very interesting. Um, It'll be interesting to see. But, again, it's not going to matter if if they continue to win,
0: you know. Yeah, absolutely. All right, so let's jump into uh, some pitches here. So I got a fastball for you right off the bat. How concerned are you about Mike Trout's injury?
1: Oh, I mean, angels are done. Forget Mike Trout. Angels are done. When I saw that, forget it. That's really what I thought. I mean, the angels to me are like – like, I get hard on certain teams, like the Mets and whatnot. Angels have been, like, a di- basically since Mike Social left, they've been a disaster, okay? When they signed Pujols to this huge contract. that not that funny, ironic? You know, he leaves and you know, like, trouts out. And, you know, it's just – and I get it. They have Otani and all this other stuff, but is this really going to last? Is this a whole thing? Justin Ufton's kind of a bum. Their pitching's all over the place. They're in all these long-term contracts, spending tons of money and now they, they sign the best player. They can't get through. I mean, forget my Mike Trout will be, if he comes back this year, it, it, fine, whatever. It doesn't, it's not going to have nothing to come back to. So he will probably just come back next year and then like they'll lose again. That's really what I thought of that thing. Once Trout went down and when angels are done and fantasy people are going to be pissed, like that's about it.
0: Yep. Okay. <laughs> All right, another fastball for you. What are your thoughts about Pujols going to the Dodgers? Do you think that this is the right fit for him, or do you think that there was a better team or fit out there?
1: I mean, I was very, very, very surprised a National League team went to go get Pujols. Um, I thought the Indians would have been the fit for him, considering they still have injuries and they're still kind of in it. And um, I mean host would be a great, you know, leadership type thing. And I think him and Francona would get all, I mean, it's, it's, you know, it'd be great. I, I think that was the fit. If I was, um, the Indians cause they got him for, the Dodgers aren't really paying anything for them, you know?
0: Yeah, no, yeah um, They're getting them for absolutely nothing. It's a steal. Right.
1: So I thought getting him on, you know, doing that was cool. And I will say this, it was really, it, it's, it was just so nice to see because, um, for him to go out. And I really hope Pujols gets a check in himself at this point. He says, you know, I really got to consider if this is it, you know, because we don't want a situation where he just fades up to obscurity. I mean, he's not really, but we don't want him. We want him to have the, the goodbye. It's my last time, you know, see ya, everybody that, that, you know, and everybody like, he deserves that more than lots of people. You know, when David Ortiz went everywhere and they had all these gifts for him, Pujols yeah. is way better than David Ortiz. So I think I think that's something that would be nice and good for baseball. What do you, what did you make of it? Nice seeing him hit a homer, you know?
0: I mean, I was shocked that he went to L.A. Like you, I, I was expecting an American League team. Yeah. I just naturally didn't make sense unless, like I said, unless, uh, you know, to me the, the best National League team would have been for him to go back to St. Louis. But right. I didn't think that was going to happen. So for me, I was sitting there going, okay, so what team can just throw him at a designated hitter? and have him be a DH on and off for the rest of the season. And Cleveland made sense. I was even just thinking of teams that suck and that could just use him, like the Twins, for instance, that could just, you know, possibly. Um, use.
1: They already have, uh, what's his name? Yeah,
0: but I mean, I'm just looking at trying to pull in attendance, even Baltimore, like just just American League teams that could just need something to try and maybe – jumpstart them a little bit bring some life back to the to the franchise um but yeah he
1: he would have been okay with the red sox playing first base i mean we have a rookie over there that stinks but uh, that's true he would actually have been fine there um still hit a little bit man yeah i I, I was surprised but i'm happy for him
0: yeah no me too i mean i'm glad i'm glad he's got he's on a new team and that he wasn't you know he everybody i'm just glad somebody picked him up and nobody not the entire league just sat back and balked on him because that would have sucked
1: well, it's, it, and it's not their fault. I mean, they put him in that position, you know, angels put right. everybody in that position. They need to figure it th- But Pujols does need to have some responsibility on himself going, you know what? I'm 42 when in real age, like there's reports that he's actually more like 43, 44, you know, his age is not really accurate. So <laughs> they need to figure that out. So he needs to check himself a little bit. He, he could still contribute, but let's, Wind down a little, man, you know, you're going to the Hall of Fame pretty easily. I think he wants to hit that, uh, what is it, 700 or something home runs? I think he wants to hit that, but he doesn't that's, matter.
0: That's going to be a tough, tough ask. He's got like
1: 20 more, right? Something like that? Yeah. Yeah, he's going to come close. All
0: right, so here's a changeup for you. So we've okay. had six no-hitters so far this season. Detroit, yeah. Spencer, Trumbull, and Yankees, Corey Kluber, and back-to-back Knights yeah. being the most recent. <laughs> so here, here's an over-under for you. All right. 15 no hitters by the end of this season.
1: Great one. Great one. I want I want to bring you along on this one. I'm okay. going to go, I'm going to go under, but not, I'm going to go under. I think we're going to hit around 10 or 11. Um, yeah. I was going to
0: say under too. I mean, cause I was initially I was going to say 20 and then I was like, no, there's no freaking way. There's no. Way. <laughs> so then I was sitting there and I'm like, okay, what would be a difficult, like what's a, what's a decent number. And then I was like, you know, 15 cause 15 could happen. I mean, it, yes with the the rate that it's going right now. But mm-hmm. if it hits 15, that's just a Like well, to me, that's, that's the absolutely is, insane.
1: The record is nine. Right. And it looks like it, it's such a weird thing because you can't really trend no hitters, but if you were to trend them it would easily break it. And I think it's going to happen. I really think this year it's going to break that. So I'm thinking, but I don't think it's gonna be crazy. I think it's gonna be like 10 or 11 or something like that. What do you got?
0: I was thinking like 13.
1: Okay. Okay. Yeah. It's, um, there's a lot of talk about that, but you have to consider we got the summer coming up. Balls will fly a little bit more, you know, as things start heating up or whatever, but people strike out a lot more now. So, you know, we've had, we've had a of close no hitters too. Like I was watching Zach Wheeler yesterday pitch against Boston. And I think he only gave up, he gave up one hit in the first inning and then went like four innings without giving up. It was ridiculous. So there's a lot of that going on too.
0: Curveball. The Red Sox are now currently now when I wrote wrote up this question, they were tied for first, but they're now half game behind the Rays. uh, In second place, they've won seven of their last 10 and have one of the best if not the best offenses in baseball. They're first in runs and slugging percentage second in batting average and seventh in on base percentage. How confident are you and your team? And do you believe that they're a World Series contender?
1: They have a great offense. I think this comes down to the deadline for sure. Um, We're starting to see some cracks in the pitching, which is what the Red Sox going into projected to have issues. Now, granted, Nick Pavetta has been really great. Is he going to continue that? That would be tough. Eduardo Rodriguez has lost three in a row. Okay. Nate ERA is above four. Um, Then we're left with Martin Perez. I mean, this is not exactly the most stable starting rotation I've seen. And there's also some trouble uh, bullpen wise. I mean, I'll say this Barnes has been great as the closer, but getting to that closer position has been thing. Otavino has been solid. Uh this is not exact like this is not exactly a lock. The offense is there. Let's be real. The offense is there. Devers is playing Devers is hitting well. Vasquez becomes better and better every year as a catcher. Um Verdugo's solid Bogart's is good. JD Martinez is, is Fantastic. I mean, you know, I'd say a solid like five starters can really hit and there are threats in the lineup and the other people contribute as it and That's pretty good. But it's the starting rotation that I would be concerned about as a Red Sox fan and what's going on in the bullpen. If they do something at the deadline, then yes, if they don't do anything at the deadline and it depends on where they are. This is a very tricky A.L. East. Do we go for it? Do we not? And that's what it's gonna come down to. Yes, with an asterisk. What do you think?
0: I agree with you. I think if you guys can share up your uh, you know, your middle relief, you got I, there's no reason for like your team reminds me of the the team that won the World Series a couple of years ago. It there's there's a lot of similarities to it in just starting just starting with the fact that They're, they're just winning kind of out of nowhere, like coming into the season and coming into that season a couple of years ago, nobody had the Red Sox as the top team in, in the American league. And it's the same thing this year. And you guys have kind of just, you're still kind of sneaking under the radar. Like, I I feel Mm -hmm. like there's just not a lot of momentum press wise and media wise behind your team. But, and I think that that's a mistake. I do um so i a hundred percent believe that if you guys make a couple moves by the trade deadline there's I no reason they're, they're gonna not to, to buy though. into you
1: they're gonna have to because this is a very competitive al east anybody could win this uh this division um and it will be very close until yet i think all four of those well four to five of those teams it's going to be very close and it's a shame probably two um maybe one but probably two are going to make the postseason probably not I almost, I said, I almost had the Red Sox as a wildcard team. And I went, nah, I don't know. And, but anything can happen. Anything can happen. And then the, the big question mark too, is say, what's Sale going to do? Everybody thinks like Sale's going to come back and then just be Chris Sale and be this wonderful, dominant Cy Young. And I really don't believe it. I think Sale's years are best behind. Them. So this is, this is stuff that I I just sit there and I go, I'm not so sure. Not so sure. But there's an upside. There's a reason there. They're winning. They're winning series. They're getting the ball in play. They're it's it's they're they're playing good ball, but they need to figure. I don't think they can win with what they have, especially with other teams and way better rotations, way better rotations out there in uh, outside of the AL East. I don't think the AL East has the peak rotations in baseball. Let's be real. Central no. has some. The West uh, NL West has some. Not so much in the A at least. There, there's some good pitching, but as a unit,
0: not so much. What are we on, question five? We are on question five. Yep, knuckleball right. for you. Ooh, the trivia. All right. The Padres just completed a 9-0 and homestand, the longest in six years. Which team had the last undefeated homestand longer than 9-0? and
1: Okay. What do you got for me?
0: All right. So your options are the New York Mets, your favorite team, the Cleveland Indians or the Milwaukee Brewers?
1: Okay, so longest running homestand.
0: So it's which team had the last undefeated homestand that was longer than nine okay. and out?
1: Hmm. I'm going to go Brewers.
0: Okay. It was your favorite team. It was the 2015 yeah, New York me. Mets. <laughs>
1: <laughs> what, what
0: year? 2015.
1: Oh, this is a while ago. Okay. How many did they win?
0: It was they were 10 and 0.
1: Oh, very close. Let me see who was on this team. 2015 New York Mets. Let me see who was on this team. What what was going on over here? 2015 New York two New York Mets here. Okay. They had oh Kevin Plucky plays with this team, really? <laughs> Curtis Granderson was over there. Michael Kadaier. Remember him. Daniel Murphy. Huh. Oh, Michael Conforto. What did they have uh, Reyes
0: then too? Or did, had they already gotten rid of him?
1: Let's see here. Yeah, he's gone. Um, they had – this is where they had it was their pitch. Oh, they had Bartolo Colon. This is where they had Matt Harvey was on the team at the time. Okay. Colon was there. Syndergaard, Matt's. Did
0: they, they sell were, David Wright?
1: Let's see here. No. Okay. No, wait. Yeah, they did. Sorry. Yeah, they did. He wasn't really starting though. Juan Uribe, they were okay. They were okay. That's interesting. But they, they've always had good – I will say this about them. They've always had in recent in like recent years really good pitching, but, you know.
0: Yeah, we know how you feel about them. It's all exactly.
1: good. They just make dumb decisions. Okay.
0: All right. So <laughs> Good for them. Change up. Who are your way too early AL and NL MVP picks?
1: Let's toss it back. Way too early. Cool. All right. Let me see what I got here. Um, I wanted to pull this up because I saw this and I wanted to see what you thought. Um, okay. So I saw this on Twitter and we're all talking about Shohei Otani as being like, you know, the it guy, uh, you know, Shohei Otani, right. right. Yep. Everything's amazing this and that. And it really is. It really is fun to watch this year. Um, and he could be one of those MVP picks, but the angels aren't going to go anywhere. So probably not. Anyways, the Shohei Otani thing is he, what is he going to do first? Is he going to have a four home run game or a no hitter? What do you think he's going to do first?
0: I want to lean no hitter. Okay. Why? I really do. Well, for starters, just because of the way the season's going. Um, But uh, let me, uh, give me a second. Let me, let me pull up, let me just pull up his stats real quick. Yeah, who do you got here? All right, so he's batting. Let me see what he's batting right now. Mm, let's see, two sixty-eight, fourteen home runs, thirty-five RBIs. That's insane. Let's see yep. mm-hmm. stats. Are they gonna give me. Why are you only giving me batting stats? I don't want batting stats. I want pitching stats. Okay. ESPN's giving doing me doing me dirty here. Give me a second. Just get uh, some
1: Baseball Reference. Yeah.
0: Here we go. Batter versus pitching stats. Okay. All right, screw this. I'm I'm doing exactly what you said. I'm going to baseball reference.
1: <laughs> go to baseball reference and then I'll tell you what I think is gonna happen. Because
0: it's um, an
1: interesting discussion.
0: Yeah, this is this is great. Great podcasting, everybody. I apologize. You're welcome. You're welcome. Uh let's see. Baseball reference. Here we go. Uh Maybe I might be changing my answer.
1: You're going to think four home runs, huh?
0: Um, I'm kind of changing. I think I'm going to lean lean towards the four home runs. I'm just looking. I'm looking at his numbers. Um, well, I mean, the most home runs he's had in the season was in 2018. He had 22, and then he followed that up with 18, and then last year I don't count. He had seven. Well, how much did
1: he have last year? Seven. Still.
0: No, it's still. I mean, it's still a good amount. But I'm just saying, like, I, I yeah, you know, it dipped obviously, right. but that's why I'm like, ah, I'm not really worried about, it. but so far this season, he's got 14. <sighs> yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll go with the four home runs, I think. Okay.
1: Um, now, so I looked into this and you're completely wrong. It's the no hitter. And here's why,
0: <laughs> okay. this is
1: why I'm going to tell you. Okay. There has been 311 no hitters in major league baseball. You know how okay. many, you know how many there are four home run games. There have been 20. Very close, 18. Damn. So it's not even really close. So just by virtue of statistics, I would bet on that. And I'm looking at the most recent ones. So there was two four-home run games in 2017. J.D. Martinez hit four, uh, hit, hit a four-homer game, and Scooter Jennett did. Before that, five years before that, Josh Hamilton did it. Then nine years before that, this is what I'm saying, there's the enormous gaps in between it. Delgado did it. Then a year before Sean green did it. Sean and, uh, Mike Cameron. Then 10 years before that Mark Whiten of the Cardinals. So you see what I'm saying? Then there was almost like a 20, like the gaps between four home four home run games is so vast. And with the amount of the way it's trending with the amount of strikeouts and pitching and the fact that no hitters are, it seems like there's at least one every year. Um, I'm going by virtue of statistics, and I, I just got to go with no hitter. <laughs> you know, that's that's my guess.
0: So, you know. I, I, yeah, I mean, you're you making you making an extremely compelling point. If you're going off statistically speaking, then then yes, you would like, be I've,
1: right. I mean, it's just such a funny thing because everybody just talks about no hitters as history and all this other stuff, but it's like this four run game is like it's like video game number stuff. Mm-hmm. That's kind of kind of how I look at it. No hitters aren't as they're becoming a little less special, weirdly uh, enough.
0: See, I, I did not know that it was that. It's crazy. Well, just the fact that there had only been 18 four home run games. Because yeah. when you asked me that, I immediately went, okay, well, clearly I can't say 100 because he wouldn't be asking me the question <laughs> if it was a, a large amount, which is why I said 20. Um, so that's that's kind of like how I backpedaled my way into that answer. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, yeah, no, I, I honestly had no idea. I, I honestly thought that it was about a hundred, maybe 150 players had had hit four home runs at some point in time in their careers. Um, so, but yeah, yeah statistically just, it speaking, was, it completely makes sense that Yeah, it was
1: just a funny thing on Twitter because when you first hear that question on Twitter, you're like, Oh, that's interesting. Then I looked into it. And I'm like, it's really not even that close. Honestly, this is one is really rare. And one happens like at least a minimum once a year, it seems it just, it, you know, Just by virtue of statistics, I just found it interesting. I just wanted you to fall into a trap.
0: I appreciate that. Thank you. (laughs) All right. Curveball. Yadier Molina is putting together another great season. The 38-year-old catcher is batting 282, seven home runs and 21 RBIs. When it's all said and done, where do you think he'll rank among catchers all time?
1: Oh, boy. Let's take a look at the best catchers um, in baseball here. I mean, he's he's really good, man. I think he's better than like, um, let me take a look here catchers of all time. Let's take a look here. <sighs> we have to talk about somebody like Carlton Fisk and Johnny Bench and Yogi Berra, but I think he's better than I think he's better than Ivan Rodriguez. For sure. He's up there. He really is. Um it's 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 insane. So I, I'd say he's yeah He's probably, he's probably going to just scrape under the bottom. Like he's like, he's going to be like between like six and eight somewhere in that range, because we're, we're talking about like Johnny bench, Gary Carter,
0: Thurman Munson.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Mike Piazza is ranked pretty high. I don't like, I don't like Mike Piazza as a catcher because he was terrible. He wasn't a very good catcher. So I I count that against him, but Yadier Molina is great defensively.
0: Do you think Yadier is better than Joe Maurer? Yes. Okay. Absolutely.
1: Way more consistent, way more years. And we also have to configure the fact that Joe Maurer played first base for a while too. And uh, Yadier didn't. Yadier has been playing catcher his entire career. You know, I'm sure he's played different positions, give or take whatever but Joe Mauer did go to first base for quite some time if you remember towards the end of his career. Yes. And if you, if you consider him a first baseman, he's really below average in that. Well, he's above he's above average but still it's not like anything to sneeze at. I know people whatever when they say for a catcher's insult, I really don't that's easily the toughest position to play in baseball and Yadier Melita has made it look easy despite his age. I mean he's like in his 40s now. You know, and he's contributing He's still in this age where the career batting average or the MLB batting average is what in the two thirties. He's batting like almost two eighty. He's only batted once. The lowest career he's ever batted average is two sixty one one year, which I will take from my career, uh, catcher every year. Um, I want to pull up his stats real quick because I love Lottier, Yadier Molina.
0: Um, do you think? Th- do you yeah. think he's better than? Uh, or actually, I should ask this because he's obviously not retired yet. Buster Posey, where do you think do you think Posey is going to be in that realm too?
1: Mm, It's it's borderline, and I think Molina is way better than Posey. Okay, Um, that's another first base thing too. But I'm looking at it; it's like his career batting average. He's played for 18 years. His career batting average is 281. 281. It's like 15 home runs a year. About I mean, this guy is so good, and defensively he's so good too. You know
0: um oh he's incredible defensively there's no question but he can it.
1: hit too he batted two, two in 2019 he batted 270 he batted 307 in 216 that i mean i remember in 2017 at the uh, mlb all-star game i was sitting there was a nothing nothing game you know who who broke it up was yadier molina with a home run I'm like yeah yadier molina I, I mean this guy he it's it's incredible yeah he's 38 years old he's 38 years old fantastic He will go to the Hall of Fame easily. Um, Great catcher. Great catcher, great player. And I'd have to really think on it, but he will probably be – he'll be in the top ten for sure.
0: All right, fastball. Rays are on an 11-game winning streak. Dodgers are on a seven-game winning streak. Padres on a nine-game winning streak. And the Yankees are on a six-game winning streak, taking eight out of their last Mm ten. Out of those four teams. Yeah. Which team are you most confident in moving forward?
1: Give me the four teams again, please.
0: Rays, Dodgers, Padres, Yankees.
1: Dodgers, Padres, Yankees. You know, I'm going to do you one better. I'm going to rank them.
0: Cool. I
1: like it. Um, The most confident, Dodgers are number one. They're they're playing hurt. And all these things are going to be back. They're very scary. Padres are number two. Similar situation, not as hurt. They're very good. Number three. I'm going with the Rays. The Rays are very good. I mean, I think there's a little streakiness there, whatever, but their pitching is fantastic. I don't think they'll do it. It'd be interesting if they did something at the deadline. Uh, Yankees is going to be interesting. Yankees in number four. I mean, these are all very good teams coming together here. Yankees uh, could be could go up a slot depending on what they do at the deadline, which I would hope if you're a Yankee fan and if you're you're looking to figure something out there. That's what I think. But as of right now, that's how I see it. And I only think the Yankees would go up one if they did something in the deadline. I think Dodgers and Padres are still better.
0: Okay. All right. So last question is going to be a spitball. Okay. But here's the deal. I completely oh. cheated because oh. I know we're only supposed to do baseball theme questions, but because of what happened over the weekend, I think this is an appropriate topic for you and I sure. to
1: discuss. Okay.
0: Phil Mickelson, 50 years old, made history as the oldest golfer to ever win a major this weekend, winning the PGA Championship. What are your thoughts?
1: Oh man. Um, So I was talking to my mom about this day. First of all, everybody loves Phil. Who doesn't love Phil? Have you seen Phil play
0: Uh, in person? No,
1: you haven't. It's great. He talks to everybody. He's you hear every time you hear stories, it's always like Phil Mickelson, interesting stuff. Right. Um, If you remember, when did Phil Mickelson hit the um, hall of fame a few years ago? Mm -hmm. Remember that? and i think he's and i remember i remember thinking because he's like am i like what does that mean i'm old is that kind of what he said he kind of made something
0: something to that effect yeah
1: and i remember saying this is kind of early i mean clearly he's going to go to the hall of fame but he could still win another major and here we are and um it just goes to show stuff about how interesting golf is and how uh uh how anybody can really compete if they're very good. I remember we've seen these rooms before. We've seen Watson do it really late. We've seen Greg Norman do something like this. And um, Phil is just a phenomenal player. Um, phenomenal career. And you know what? He could still win another major. <laughs> like, I really believe him, right? Do, do you? I don't see any oh, reason why he couldn't win another. Like, he just, he's not like dipping so hard. That he has to go on the senior tour or anything. He could just legit come out like he could win another major in the next three years. I think I mean so. he could
0: I I I think that older golfers like him, Tiger, and others, you can win at the you can he can win at the Masters. He can win another Masters sure. without question. I mean that that course fits his game beautifully. Yeah. I would love to see him obviously, you know, complete the Grand Slam. And so what does he got right now? Does he have so well, he needs to, he needs he's never won the US Open. That's that's, that's always the only been, one he's missing. That's the only one he's missing. He's coming oh, he second, I think, like three or four times, like something obscene. He could do it. So I would like to see that happen. You for
1: bet he wants to do it though. That's the thing. You bet he's sitting there going, I want to. Win. Oh yeah.
0: Absolutely. The uh I wish I had put uh put a hundred bucks down on, on Phil though. He was he was at two hundred to one <laughs> odds to win the damn thing. <laughs> so on, you would have
1: won, yeah.
0: You would have won twenty 000. grand if you put a hundred dollars down on Phil Mickelson last week to Holy win moly! The Masters, yeah. I'm mean, assuming not the Masters, the PGA. If you had taken wow. him to win the major, you would have won twenty grand.
1: Wow! Well, good for the people that just always bet on it. And yeah, great. Good for. I'm really happy for him, man. He's he's awesome. He's so fun and good for the game and all the stories where he just gambles and does the side bets and talks. To he's just he's like what you would think. He's like the best version, the most talented person you would play with that you just go Sunday golfing with. And that's what Phil embodies. And that's why people love him.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, you want to
1: bet on that? Okay, cool. Hey, uh, you know, whatever. I'll buy you some sandwiches. Uh, He's cool. You know, he's cool, man. Yeah, he seems Um, down to
0: earth. I respect that.
1: Yeah, yeah. Loves the Waffle House too, which we gotta love.
0: (laughs) All right, buddy, final thoughts. So this is your opportunity to discuss any topic that I may have missed. And you got to give us a fantasy update.
1: Okay. My fantasy update, not so amazing. I tied, I played against some really good teams in my fantasy. I think I played like the the week before I played the number one team, which I tied with. And then I played like the fifth place team. I'm in third right now, fifth or fourth place team. And I lost by like two, but I'm still in third. So I'm still competing. My guys are like, you know, I have Zach Wheeler, Mitch Hanager, I have guys that are just really doing it. Jose, it's so funny. It's like those guys, it it really comes down to those later rounds and my later round guys are really coming through. Um, It's weird. Like, like Kyle Hendricks is not, but I can't get rid of him. Jose, Jose Ramirez is fine, but he's not like, Oh, number one pick. But um, yeah, it's, it's those guys in in between that are just coming through. So we'll have to see. I'm in middling, but I'm not like out of it or nothing. I'm going to be fine. So, um, Final thoughts. So I've got lots of things here. I've got a few things that we did not talk about. One, okay. So let's take me to task. Let's talk okay. about the Oakland Athletics a little bit. <laughs> All right. All right. So come at me a little bit with the Oakland Athletics, and I've had some time to look at this team.
0: Oh, so are you? Have you completely changed your perspective on them? Are you feeling? Uh, you feeling? Well, what do like, you I, think of Oakland? I well, I still regret the fact that I flipped on them. Um, well, I
1: convinced you. So
0: you did convince me, me. Um, but that's just because you're just a master negotiator over there. I, yeah. so I still don't know because they're still, if you look at their, you look at their stats, they're kind of middle of the road. They've, you know, they're, they've got where well, they, their eighth in slugging percentage. That's the only thing that they're in the top 10 of everything else is kind of middling as far as offense goes. And as far as pitching, they're second in quality starts. But again, that's the only thing that they're in the top 10 of teams, and everything else is relatively mm-hmm. middle of the pack. I just think this team's got guts. I think that they, if they're whatever like that, it is like when you really just buy into your club, you buy into your teammates, you buy into what you're doing. Oakland seems to have that year in and year out. And that's why I always pick them. Why, again, I'm kicking myself in the ass for jumping off their bandwagon or jumping off the bandwagon earlier on in the season. I still don't know what to make of them though, at the same time, because I think most people came into the season thinking that the Astros were just going to take the West and that was just going to be the end of it. And we weren't really going to think too much into it, but the Astros have been struggling. I, I know that they've, they've caught fire as of late. They've won a few games here and there, a couple series. Uh, they seem to be turning their season around, but there's, But again, there's nothing out of Houston at the same time that if I was Oakland, I would necessarily be scared of either. So, look, I like Oakland. I enjoy watching Oakland play. So, I don't know, man. I mean, I think that they have just as good of a chance as anybody else to make make the playoffs. They may not win the West, but they certainly could take a wild card.
1: I'm trying to look at, let's see here. It's not really coming up for me here. Here's what I want to see. What I've noticed with Oakland is their defense. That to me is, um, is what I see. They have a lot of gold glovers on this team. So they really rarely make uh, mistakes um, by defense. So I want to see here fielding percentage. Where are they? They are they're 10th, so they're not amazing. Ama- they're not like whatever. Giants are number one, which would explain some stuff there with the pitching and uh, they're number one in fielding percentage right now. But Oakland, Oakland's right there. They're at 985, and they have – I was looking at their team. They have a lot of gold glovers on their team, and I was watching the Red Sox play them, and this is the thing that stood out to me is their defense. I still don't know if I buy him. I still think uh, Houston can come back. You know, there's some injuries going on there, and they can come back. And now with the Angels out of it, you have a really good MVP candidate on the Rangers here. It really should still be the Astros. It really should be. But um, Oakland really is sneaky, and I'm um, man they they just do all the things that aren't flashy. They yeah. do all the things that aren't flashy. They don't do really anything offensively. There's nothing th- – th- that's the thing. There's nothing on this team that stands out to me and goes, wow, superstar player right here. Nothing. I still I still want to sit with the Astros, though. I'm not sitting here because I'm – I just don't rely on the starting rotation either. That, That's the thing. Like, I would even have more faith in probably the Giants. That's me. Um, but also with Oakland, did you hear the news about the possible relocation?
0: So, yeah, that <clears> – <throat> I had heard about, I think it was last week when, it, yeah. when I listened to a podcast and it came up, A, I feel bad for the people that live in Oakland. I mean, well, they, they, they lost their football team, Yep. they lost their basketball team, and now they're very likely going to lose their baseball team. Yep. And that sucks for them. Mm-hmm. Now, I have not heard as to where they're going to go. Do you, is the, there, has there been news of that front before I just start making guesses as to where I think they'll end up?
1: Okay. Well, you want to make guesses. There's three, hold on. Let me write them down here. Um, and there's a, there's a, um, there's a clear front runner.
0: Okay. Um, well, my first guess was going to be Vegas.
1: Okay. That's the front runner. You're right. They're probably okay. going to go to Vegas.
0: Oh, okay. Well then yeah. there we go. don't yeah, um,
1: look stupid. Oh, good.
0: Okay. But so I guess not... the other
1: two that were kind of in the talks—were
0: they? Are they big cities, or are they?
1: Mm-hmm. Well, one is bigger, but I'd say they're they're relatively big. Vegas is the biggest one.
0: Hmm. I'm one just trying. Is to... is
1: very big. Yeah.
0: I'm trying to like think in my head real quick, like what cities don't have baseball teams uh, yeah. that are relatively decent sized cities. Uh... One's definitely
1: big. One is like. Eh. Hmm. All
0: right. Ah, uh, uh, San Nashville... Antonio.
1: No, it wasn't San Antonio. Nashville was one. Okay, um, and then Charlotte.
0: Ooh, I like I like all. Uh, Vegas is I get it's why it's gonna Vegas. be Vegas though. It's gonna be definitely gonna be Vegas. But I like Charlotte though.
1: Yeah, it's cool. It's, it sounds basebally, but it's it's gonna be Vegas.
0: And even Nashville though. Nashville would be really cool too though.
1: But you also have to configure like where they're going to align things and all this other stuff. And Vegas just makes no sense. You would still stay in the AL West, and, and
0: that's yeah. No, I I get that. I understand that the Charlotte thing would completely change things. I still think you could get away with being in the AL West in Nashville too. Um, you could make you could make that work somehow.
1: <laughs> just because of the the you know the style of the city.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But the well, I mean, because the Vegas, the reason why I was thinking Vegas was because since the Raiders went there, why wouldn't you just take the same damn ball? You know, the same team or the same city and just you know migrate That's what they're
1: gonna do. now and
0: then you can just make the the football stadium into also a baseball stadium if you want I, to. well
1: i would hope they do something different that would be really cool and i think they could do you think oakland will get the funds to do do you think they'll stay in oakland do you think there's a chance because i'm sitting here going there's no chance
0: no there's no shot there's no shot in hell they've been they've been talking about wanting a new ballpark for what like Two decades almost. Well, they, I mean, yeah. it's been a long time yep. that they've been battling that. So no, I th- I think Oakland's out. I think they're done. Yep. Right? I yep. should say the Athletics are out. There, they'll be somewhere else.
1: Yeah, like it's still the Athletics. I don't know. It'd be kind of cool to have something there, but who knows? Um. All right. Uh. The next one, and, and then I'll end on something fun. Did you watch Manny Machado slide?
0: Oh, that's right. I forgot. I meant there was another story that I wanted to bring up, and that was it. <laughs> that was okay.
1: It. What is your take on the Machado slide?
0: Look, the problem with Manny is that he and the problem with players like Manny is that you don't get the benefit of the doubt anymore. So, I think it was dirty. But you that's think also it was because dirty? that's also because I think Manny Machado was a dirty player. So, I'm already going into it with my own rose-colored glasses of regardless of what you do, regardless of how, what you intended. And I know that he's, you know, he tried to help him out and and all that stuff and was trying to be cordial after the fact, I still think it was dirty because I just don't trust Manny Machado.
1: Okay. So you're right. halfly there because Manny Machado did bring a lot of this criticism upon himself with especially what he did to Bedroya. basically ended his career. He's done a lot of things, you know, He's gotten angry at nonsense too. I mean, he's been whatever. He's calmed down a little bit. Now, in this particular play, it's completely legal and fine. Now, back before when we had the neighborhood play, when we weren't sitting here worried about, you know, did he hold first base or second base long enough by this split second, all this BS, that instant replay, basically, in my opinion, really made the game worse, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. Anyways, if, if that slide was just at second base – that was like, those slides would happen every week. Every week, you look at it. You just take it, you slide it. The person has to jump up and that's how you break up the double play. Now, if you look at the rules, he, the player's in his, the running path. So he can't go anywhere. So it's either you go over him or under him. And he went under him and he wasn't even out. He gave himself up. So he could have um, he could have kept going and because he was never tagged, He could have been safe, but he gave himself up. So it's just very interesting. And I looked at the play isolated on its own. I think the only thing in question was, well, he slid and it was too far enough from the bag. It actually doesn't matter by rules. And he actually did it right. So, but you are right. He does get the, um, the shitty, uh, what do you call it? The you know, like, uh, because he's Manny Machado.
0: That's well, what I mean. Like, yeah, I mean, people are going to, you know, the perception of, of him is, is not great. And no. I'm one of those people that you do it once or twice, you know, you do it once. All right. It's an accident. You do it twice. Okay. I'm going to kind of look at you sideways, but when it's just all the time and you always seem to be stirring up controversy in some way, shape or form that, it's that been a just, while, though. at a certain point, I'm just going to stop giving you the benefit of the doubt.
1: It has been a while, um, but I will say this. He did it right. Okay. I looked at it. I was like, and I said, well, okay. You know. All right. So final thing, and I wanted to throw this at you. Um, So you asked me last week, what is the most underrated and overrated player? Now, I was really lukewarm on who my underrated player was, but I did say Lindor is the overrated player, and I will Mm -hmm. stick with that. Nobody cares about it. Lindor, I've been watching him play. He can't hit anymore. It's awful and there's a myriad of other shortstops that are way better than Francisco Lindor you know this is for him to be in the in the company of Mookie Betts and Mike Trout is ridiculous it's absolutely ridiculous when you have all these other shortstops that are way better way better and I think it's absolutely ridiculous so I'm going to say it's Lindor Because I really don't think he's going to get – I think he'll figure it out at some point, but I don't think he's going to be anywhere nearly close to what you're going to get out of Mike Trout and Mookie Betts and and these other people that he's supposed to be compared to. It's absolutely asinine. So then I looked into underrated things, and I didn't necessarily go with just straight up – Money because of whatever, because some people are getting paid and they haven't been paid yet. You know, you think about somebody like Michael Conforto or whatever. But the player that I chose, and you're gonna you're gonna find it interesting here. I think the most underrated player in baseball is weirdly Gene Segura. Really? Yes. Because I don't think enough people talk about him. They're like, you look at the Phillies and they sort of have this all-star whatever. They went and got JT Real Muto. Obviously, they went and got Bryce Harper. But Gene Segura has been consistently playing ball for a few clubs. He's played for the Angels, the Brewers, the Diamondbacks, the Mariners, and the Phillies. He has a career batting average of 286. He steals roughly 25 bases a year. It's gone down a little bit because um, he gets older. Um, but he's a really good on-base uh, person, and he plays a good infield. He plays second and short his whole career. Um, he's batting, he, he, he'll bat like second or third or whatever for the, uh, Phillies or whatever. Like he is really an under, like, nobody talks about him really. And I just, you know, like, I don't see anybody really talking about him. He's only a two time all-star this and that. I don't think he's going to get to the hall of fame or nothing, but to have a three you know, to have a, he's batting three twenty eight right now. That's pretty good. Like he's doing what he's paid to do. Just get on base. And he's a pretty decent player. I, I just don't see anybody with the stats and the consistency he's done over the course of his, how many years has he been in? Almost 10 years. Still getting on base. So that was my pick. I don't know. Who did you have? Did you have somebody that you don't think it's whatever, or it's kind of a weird pick. I know.
0: I, you know that, I mean, you really, you really did some digging on this one. I mean, I, I don't have anybody offhand. Um, I was actually, when I was asking you the question that that you had you balked on this week was, you know, you're way too early um, MVP picks. And I was just doing some, looking at some numbers and, and checking out yeah. some people. And one person who is, has decent MVP odds, but somebody who I don't think has ever talked about it is Jesse Winker of the Reds.
1: He's on the Reds. Yeah, he was actually somebody I was thinking about too.
0: You know, um, as, as far as if you want to talk about, under, you know, someone who's yeah, just completely underrated. The guy's bat in three fifty five. He's got thirteen home runs and twenty eight RBIs. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, again, no this way. could be an outlier season for him. Obviously, I've I've never really heard. Like, I've never if I look at his Let me pull up his. Numbers, I think he has I like.
1: I think he's kind of a home run hitting guy. If if I'm if I remember, so I'm look at this. Like he is. Yeah, uh, twenty eighteen. He hit uh, no, no, not really. I'm 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 confused. He 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 gets kind of streaky. He had twenty, east yeah, he's thirteen. He had sixteen. He's not bad. He's actually not that bad. He's not that bad. But he's on the Reds. And the Reds also have a pretty they've had decent lineups in the past recently, so they've had decent offenses. Um
0: Well, I mean, his batting is definitely an outlier this season. I mean, his previous well he batted two ninety nine a few years ago. Yeah, I
1: think he could st- I think I think he can still bat three hundred I don't think he's gonna bat three fifty throughout the rest of the year. I don't think he'll bat three fifty next year, but he could still bat like high two ninety, low three hundred and stuff like that. I think that's totally uh, reasonable.
0: Um but anyway, he was just he was just a player that I you know I just kind of thought of when I um as you know, A, it's pretty cool that he's in he's got MVP odds, but B, he's just not somebody that, you know, you really think you hear about a whole hell of a lot.
1: Yeah. That's, that's a solid pick. I was, I was just thinking more of the, uh, also like, I want to have somebody with a more, uh, a pedigree. I mean, he's maxed out at 113 games in his career Mm -hmm. uh, for a year. So that's not exactly whatever. When I look at uh, Segura, I just, I just look at consistency and, and I really think, I mean, I don't think he's getting paid unfairly or anything like that. I just think like around the talk of baseball, I don't think Segura is somebody that, uh, gets the accolades as other players in the league in my opinion
0: all right everybody that's going to do it for this week's edition of the spaceball podcast brought to you by the soundland network as always thank you so much for tuning and listening we greatly appreciate it please be sure to check us out wherever you get your podcast itunes spotify google play wherever it may be and while you're there check out the other podcasts we have for you from the network including drinks with dan richo's rant la valley sports talk pod and richo and lala that is it that's all we have for you this week be well stay safe I'll talk to you all again in two weeks.